going on, my Cinema Flavor family? How are you guys doing today? I am your host, Mark, here to talk about Sonic. Now, growing up, I wasn't um, I wasn't a Sega person. I was Nintendo, always Nintendo. Pokemon specifically. All right, so last year I got my uh, little fill for whatever video game movie, and I had to I had to worry. I was starting to sweat bullets. Hopefully, hope hoping hoping getting that right that it wouldn't suck, and it was completely fine. Detective Pikachu was just okay. There's really, I don't even think I did a review on it, which that's completely all my fault. But here, I looked at the Sonic situation, and I'm sure last year when they put out that that first trailer and all the fans were just up in arms about it, about, oh, this doesn't look like Sonic, and for every reason they had a right to. And I, at first I was like, when the studio said, hey, we're gonna take some time, we're gonna put this movie in February, uh, we're going to work on some CGI. I thought, wow, these guys are kowtowing. But after looking at this movie, and I would think... I I'm assuming that nothing really changed outside of the CGI. I think this movie would have been completely fine. And I think the big major flaw would have been just Sonic and his design. Where here, this movie is... It's also too just... It's re it's really a kid's movie. It's, it's totally a kid's movie. Everything that happens in the movie happens within 5 to 10 minute cycles. Where it's just like, alright, the movie starts here, here's Sonic. I mean, the movie starts with him running away from Dr. Eggman. And then we revert back to the beginning. It's like the movie knows that these kids are, you know, their attention span is just, it's, it's non-existent. So because of that, you have to always have just something happening. Even if it doesn't even truly pertain to what's going on, it just, it's a lot of jokes, a lot of pop cultural references, a lot of those. And, but at the same time too, it's, it's not really boring. I've seen a lot of kids movies that are just like, it just drags because it just, the movie didn't really have anything to say or it's just the, the same thing again, which I mean, I guess this movie follows a formula to that extent, but it's everything around the movie is actually pretty entertaining. The jokes are funny. Sonic himself is, he's, he's not an idiot. Like, you know, most video game characters are portrayed or, you know, for the most part, I guess it stays true to what Sonic is or at least how he is in the video game. I guess honestly, man, Sonic... You know, Sonic and Sega, they're very old. You know, that's the thing about trying to make old video games into movies now, which is, it's, hey, what's the gist of it? Well, it's a hedgehog that runs and he collects rings and he has a bat, he has a villain, an antagonist named Dr. Eggman. There you go, that's it. Uh, ben Schwartz does the voice of Sonic, which if you don't know who he is, Google him because I Google him too. I've, I've seen Ben Schwartz before, um, but I couldn't really tell you any projects that he really knew. He's good as Sonic. That that's a good that's a good voice to put on a character like that. I mean, you would have never think you would never think about that seeing Ben Schwartz or hearing him talk. But then when you put him with the character, he he clearly can emote. He has a lot of uh, expression that you know Sonic can can attach to. It's like you could hear it in his voice, and then when Sonic is doing it, and what helps too is that it's Sonic's old design, so his his expressions are real big. You know, just like a video game characters is. Uh, right on the head, man. Right, good point right there. Uh, it makes Sonic likable, which is completely different from uh, Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Where sure it's fine, but you you just only hear Ryan Reynolds here. It's kind of one. It's fifty-fifty. It's more Sonic, but at the same time, you know Ben Schwartz. He really helps that. So like you, it, it's one and the other. Jim Carrey too is guy. Uh, he's so much fun. And, and two, this is the first time we've seen Jim Carrey like this in probably a long time. I would say at least within the last ten years, because Jim Carrey 
he's really stepped away from like the I'm a comedian kind of role. I mean, sure, you could talk about his show Kidding, but Kidding is, it's dark humor. <clears throat> it's very rarely like the maniacal, very expressive, just kind of a goofball Jim Carrey that he's gotten away from the last couple years. So to put him again back in that spot, and it fits too because that's his generation. Like that was his peak when, you know, Sega was out and, and Sonic was like the big game. It's a it's a nostalgic factor that you wouldn't put one and one together, but it just feels right because those two things came out during the same time. Uh, two, he's, he's such a jerk in this movie too. It's amazing. It's so much fun. Just watch him just boss around people and just being just a jerk to, to uh, army man and uh, even to like his own to his own guys his own henchmen he's just a complete jerk but at the same time you you see how smart he is he, he's smart in a very arrogant way and he has all these these robots that are are they shaped like eggs and they're looking for Sonic and he just you know magically always just knows oh this is the thing that we're looking for uh, this this is the thing you know and and the robots are like a big factor to it again I don't know much about Sonic but the fact that Dr. Eggman had that much character with Jim Carrey it works. It's it's a solid adaption of that character. And two, it makes them likable. When you're watching this, you're not bored because the characters that are on screen are very vibrant. You know exactly what they are. Even if they're not on screen, you you just kind of feel like, all right, they're going to pop up again at some point, you know, and you're going to have fun doing it. That was every character in this movie. That The movie hits that on head to where to, I think, yeah, sure, it's just fine, but at least the things that they, you know, you should get right in a movie they do. Same thing goes with like James Marsden. Like James Marsden, you know, a lot of times when he's in a movie, he's just kind of there. You know, he, he has become, he has resorted to sometimes just being a pretty boy or just kind of being a joke of that, a parody of it. Like in Anchorman 2 or in Hop or something. It's just, yeah, sure, he's, he's, he's likable and he's a solid actor, but he kind of doesn't get used very well. Here though, he does because he has a lot of character. He has back and forth with Sonic. Like, Everything, all those those parts of that movie were a lot of fun. And that, that at most, at bare minimum, you should always have that. Because, and especially too, because of this, if you want a sequel, you need to make these characters to a point where you go, I kind of want to see what they're going to do next. And if they're not that, then it's never going to happen instead of the other way around where it's like, I'll, I'll, get, into, I'll get into this in a minute. Oh, hey, a character's going to do this. Well, we didn't really care that he did this in the first movie. Why would I care he's going to do something else in the second one? Here, that's solid. And it's a great blueprint for a sequel, even possibly a trilogy. I could see it happening. This opened up to like $60 million over the weekend. That's, that's solid. I mean, you can't get any better than that with the circumstances and as well as the product that you're putting out. Now I'm going to get into some other things because this, this might just be the downfall of the movie. And mind you, this is only me. There is a lot of a lot of pop cultural references. Pop uh, pop cultural references. There you go. I got a right first try. That to a point it'll actually affect the movie even though it shouldn't because anytime you reference something it's always just kind of a throwaway joke or line. But here it's like, "Whoa, now you got me thinking." And I shouldn't be for especially for a kids movie like this because Mind you, there's one point where, you know, Sonic grew up on an island and they're, you know, it looks just like the game, right? And he's he's running around, he's monologuing, and then he starts talking about this, this eagle that took care of him, which I don't know if that's canon or not. Who cares? Honestly, who cares? Uh, but he's like, oh, she's the Obi-Wan Kenobi of Obi-Wan Kenobis. It's like, how would you know that? You're on an island with no other people. 
or a TV. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, if you would have put that joke in just somewhere else, not, not in that part, it probably would have been like, gotten a, a good amount of a chuckle out of me and then we could have kept on. But in points like that, it's like, you got to pick and choose where you're going to, you know, kind of drop things like that. Like there's, there's another one too, where he's like, oh, is the rock president? That's funny because within the context of the movie, he's been on earth a long time already. Like he, he would know those things, you know, even throughout the movie where he's, he's hiding from other people because he has the ability to jump from worlds to worlds with the rings, which that was a good touch. Um, you would think, okay, he could pick these these things up and that's where you would put the references i just felt like when you put it beforehand during his origin and whatnot it just doesn't it doesn't fit it doesn't hit right i know it's a minor thing to complain about but it's just think about those things when you're writing your your screenplay because that's those things are important i'm sure to most people they don't care they'll just laugh it off but that little bit that little bit of a reference just put it somewhere else completely fine uh but for the most part again because it's a kids movie i feel like this movie's gonna date itself in some aspects because of that which take it or leave it if if you still like the movie sure but you're just gonna know that this movie came out in 2020 and that's not gonna be fun in like five or six years you know some of the references even went on from just name dropping to actual scenes and movies uh there was a, a really cool scene but again it's just like it of course it's x-men where sonic is doing the i'm running so fast everything else around me is just slow like quicksilver is done in these last couple x-men movies it's it's perfectly funny too um the way they do it but it's just it's so it is so completely quicksilver that you it, you almost can't enjoy it just because of that it's like you clearly heck you probably even copy this almost sequence for sequence and probably one of the other movies i bet i feel like uh, you know, thinking about now, I bet you during Days of Future Past when Quicksilver is running through the, the cafeteria or the, the lunchroom that he was doing, I'm pretty sure like this, this sequence in the Sonic movie was a complete ripoff of that. Again, it's funny, but it's just, it's so on the nose. You know, it just feels like a big ripoff than anything else because it does go on for a good minute. And because of that, it slows down the movie and you go, okay, cool. You're going to rip off this, this sequence. Again, maybe it's a very small thing to complain about, but it just it it's hard to get through when you're watching this just because hey, I am watching this. Which get get puts me into I guess the last act of the movie, which is a lot of oh my you know, friendship is forever and we're gonna be friends for a long time and you know, James Mars and Sonic have been cool with each other. Just like a kid's movie. It's it's totally like a kid's movie. You see it Coming a million miles away, Dr. Eggman's going to get defeated. I mean, I guess we're getting to spoilers. He lives, they push him into another dimension with, like, mushrooms. And he has one of Sonic's hairs, which could, like, even in the movie, like, he runs so fast that he creates, like, a, a EMP, like, spark where he puts out all the lights. Just creates a blackout because he's so fast. All that, you know, look, it looks cool and it's fine. I, I think it was, I think it was solid. Uh, but you just, you see it coming like a mile away, especially in the third act. Which, I'm guessing you're supposed to. Because, I mean, it's kids. They just want to see Sonic win. So, yeah, maybe, I, I was going to bring it up as like a negative. But in reality, it's it's supposed to be that, right? Because you want people to be in a Sonic now. You know, this whole nostalgic ride that we're on, where we're just rebooting everything and getting sequels to everything... You know, for the most part, you're starting to see that like most people don't care or they only care about it back then. They don't trust the product that comes out now. Men in Black, Ghostbusters, 
uh, Ocean's Eleven. A lot of these, like, clearly were never franchises in the beginning or starting to get sequels. And I'm thinking, well, maybe we don't want to target the audience that grew up with it. Instead, let's put out, let's put out the demographic, or let's appease to the demographic that is kids now. Which is completely fine because you keep Sega and you keep Sonic in the loop. You keep it culturally relevant. That, that's that's the best thing you could do because you always want to create new fans. I don't know what Sonic games are out now. I'm, I know there's like Olympic one and things like that. But I, you know, most people don't probably don't even really know what Sonic is. And this movie like this could really help. So, um, yeah, well, getting into the, the spoiler. Dr. Eggman survives. Um, and here Jim Carrey's in full, the full attire, shaved head, really big beard. Uh, he has a costume that looks kind of like it. So it's obviously setting up the sequel, which, hey, a, a sequel to this would actually be pretty interesting, I think. Um, considering the, the idea that this was probably always going to bomb and this didn't, that actually makes me kind of happy. And it also makes it interesting because you want to see, well, okay, well... Um, let's do a sequel, maybe get a bigger budget, just a little bit. We don't, you don't want to get too overboard and put out another movie and see what exactly Sonic can do. Maybe you introduce Tails, maybe Knuckles that, I mean, that'd be cool. I'm sure the hardcore fans would love to see that. You, you, you know, you want to give homages to everything that's Sonic and that's probably the best way to do that. So I'm actually kind of excited. I really, really enjoy this, but still, Go in knowing it's not really for people growing up with Sonic. We're talking about the 5 to 10 year old demographic. Uh, so because of that, I say this movie is like a C plus. Uh, perfectly fine. If you have kids, go take them. I'm sure they will love it. Um, if they don't already love it now. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Also, thank you guys so much for that. Liking that Sonic meme that I put out. The, the one directed by Terrence Malick. Um, I'm loving all the love I'm getting for it. So thank you guys for that. Keep sharing it. Keep reposting it. I appreciate all of you. All of you listening. Love you guys so much. Uh, go to Twitter. Go to TikTok. Go to Instagram for at Cinema Flavor. Go check out all our spicy contents. Um, as well as check out some of our past episodes. You know, me and David have been doubling down getting episodes out. So we're really excited about that. Um, also go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Breaker, RSS Feed and Radio Republic. Uh, to listen to the uh, podcast on any platform that you choose. All right, guys. I'm out.